0: Welcome to the One Sacred Pause podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Winderall. This podcast is designed to bring real and raw conversations about spirituality into the forefront of living our yoga off the mat and in our businesses. Topics covered include insights into the yoga industry, teaching, wellness, Ayurveda, meditation, and entrepreneurship. Basically, all the topics we're interested in. Thanks for joining me. Now tune in and turn it up. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the One Sacred Pause podcast. I'm your host Jessica Winderall. So today we're going to be talking about yoga mentors. What is a mentor? How do you find a mentor? What does a mentor do? Do I need a mentor? All of these questions uh, that I think are really interesting and important for anyone who is a yoga teacher. So usually the way it goes is you are a student of yoga for a while. You find what style of yoga you like, maybe some teachers you like, and then you decide to take a teacher training. And I've talked in previous episodes about teacher trainings, and I'll have another episode coming out also about teacher training. And a lot of times we pick a a teacher training, at least our first one, based on convenience. So the teacher training is usually at a studio we're already attending or is in our local area, and the schedule fits in with our schedule, and we just decide to sign up. And that's totally fine. That's great as a new student of yoga, who's not yet a teacher, you probably don't quite know the questions to ask yet about a teacher training and who the teacher leading it is and what exactly they're going to be learning, and what the curriculum is, and things like that. So in general, people take their first teacher training because of convenience. It fits in their schedule. It's close to where they live or work. And, and then they're excited. They sign up. Most people have an amazing experience with their first teacher training, and a lot of times this is also just because it's all so new and the information is so cool and you're so passionate about it and diving into it. Um, A lot of teacher trainings, though, run the gamut. There are some trainings that are really high quality, that really are well put together, well thought out, taught by an experienced teacher. And then there are some teacher trainings that are very uh, disorganized, and perhaps there's not any real teaching technique involved, and it's just kind of a mishmash of teachers at a studio that are putting a training together in order to create or generate some revenue in order to keep the studio afloat. So I have seen both of these situations and stuff in between where it's maybe uh, an okay training. Uh, So you don't know what questions to ask. Then you go to this training, you learn something about yoga, and you graduate. And you're like, awesome, I'm a new 200-hour probably teacher, and I'm ready to go look for my first job and maybe maybe you're lucky maybe you get a job right away maybe it takes some time on how you find a job i'll also be doing an episode about this in the future how do you get a job as a yoga teacher but as you continue down the path as a teacher and you start teaching hopefully and getting a little bit more experience and confidence you naturally reach this point where you're like, okay, cool. You know what? I feel like I need some more direction. I feel like I need some more support as a yoga teacher. And so this is the point where a lot of people then start to look for their next teacher training. And maybe this is a short teacher training, 20, 30 hours, a weekend training. Maybe they jump right into their advanced training, usually around 300 hours or so. And They go and they get more education, they refine their teaching skills more, and continue expanding their offerings. And this is great, because as teachers, we can't teach what we don't know. And this is also why it's really important as teachers to make sure that we're still in our own practice. So it becomes very common for people when they start teaching yoga, especially if they're teaching several classes a week, to lose the connection to their own personal practice. And this happens to pretty much every single yoga teacher I know or have ever known, myself included. And then you have to sort of course correct and be like, OK, I got really hot and heavy into teaching because I was so excited about it. But then I realized I'm not filling my own cup up enough. Because I'm just giving, giving, giving. And there's no protection of my energy. There's no boundary with my energy. And so then it kind of swings back to like, okay, maybe I'll teach a few less classes. And then also, it's time for me to be a student and and go back to a training and learn more and get excited and passionate about this practice again. Or perhaps become more skilled in a niche part of the teaching if you're into yin yoga or you want to learn about yoga nidra or you want to learn how to teach yoga for trauma or whatever the case might be. There's a training for pretty much anything you can think of, which is awesome. That's so great. And then maybe you take another training and some time goes by and you're like, okay, well, I'm feeling pretty comfortable and pretty confident, but... I still feel like something's missing. I still feel really unsure about X, Y, and Z. And for each teacher, this is going to be something totally different. Some teachers really struggle with their sequences and how to come up with new ideas and how to um, intelligently put poses together for an asana practice or class. Other teachers, they really struggle with how to create workshops and how to come up with ideas and themes for their classes or workshops. Other teachers really are searching for guidance and support in the business side of yoga. Um, Anything from how do I um, set up a website to how do I pay my taxes, how do I um, send out facturas, like more of the Logistical side of being a yoga teacher, all the admin that every yoga teacher has to do behind the scenes, Um, or branding. How do I get a brand kit? How do I start promoting myself so that everything looks cohesive across my social media channels? How do I, um, what do I do in a photo shoot? Like, there's a lot of questions about that stuff as well. So, what do you do when you have questions about any of this? Well, you could take another teacher training, which may or may not directly answer your questions and you're probably in a group with a lot of other people and you know, you don't get maybe as much one-on-one attention as you would like. Or you are smart and you find a yoga mentor. So yoga mentoring has been around since the beginning of of yoga, Um, we could even liken it even to being more closely associated with how the lineage of yoga and the wisdom of yoga was originally transmitted from teacher to student individually. Um, When you work with a yoga mentor, they are able to, you're working one-on-one, so they're able to really tailor your time together in your sessions to whatever it is that you really want to work on or that you feel like maybe you're lacking or, or need some direction in. And so this is the whole point of a yoga mentor. You work one-on-one with somebody who is an experienced yoga teacher, who has been through it, who can guide you in a way that's going to be helpful for you. And ultimately, hopefully, help support you in becoming a stronger, more skilled yoga teacher and a more organized and uh, marketable yoga teacher. As well, So the two sides of it, your skills as a yoga teacher, your confidence as a yoga teacher, your ability to hold space when you're standing in the shala or the studio. And then the second side, which is the back end, the business side of everything. How do you do things? How do you get a job? How do you prepare for an audition? How do you look for jobs? You want to start teaching corporates? How do you do that? A yoga mentor can help walk you through all of these processes. So a yoga mentor can be incredibly valuable and can really save you time because they've been there and they can teach you the shortcuts and the hacks and really give you direction on how to accomplish your goals in a more efficient way. So I've worked with yoga mentors for years. And it's been so valuable for me, um, as somebody who has questions about teaching and I guess more specifically for me, it's usually about the business side of things. Um, but it's nice to have that sounding board and it's nice to have somebody that, you know, you can call on or you have your scheduled weekly meetings or monthly meetings, however you set it up. To know that there's somebody in your corner who's rooting for you and can help you is so, so invaluable. Um, a lot of times as teachers, we can feel a little lonely. Like we're out there just kind of doing our thing. And yeah, we have a lot of teacher friends and stuff, and that's great. And we can ask them like, oh, what do you think about pricing? Or you know, ask for their opinion. But if there are colleagues, if there are contemporary then maybe they're in the exact same boat as us and they don't have more of a perspective or more experience to lend to really uh, help us go even further in our goals. So a yoga mentor is somebody who has more experience than you and has been doing the whole yoga teaching thing for longer than you. Well, of course, your friends can be really helpful to talk to as well and bounce ideas off of. But a mentorship is an established partnership. And a mentorship can be like a one one-time consultation where you're just like, "Okay, I, I have this one specific question I want to get help with." Or more often, it's going to be like a package deal. Like you have 4 sessions or you have 8 sessions or you have 10 sessions with your mentor. And if you're doing a longer format program where you're meeting once a week or once a month for, you know, 5 weeks, 5 months, then your mentor will create a plan for you based specifically on your goals. And they'll assign you homework, and there will be follow-up. And it's an organized thing. It's not just like, oh, yeah, let's grab a coffee and talk. It's like, no, you have goals. Here's how we can get you there. Here's how we're going to do it. And there's a plan to it. And so there's some structure that is very helpful also to a good mentorship. Um, Again, (laughs) just like teacher trainings, There can be all kinds of different mentorship programs out there. I have seen a ton of them. And so we're going to talk about how to select a mentor for yourself, if this is something you'd like to do. I was taught, and I firmly believe this, that if you are making yoga your career, you need to have a mentor. You have to have somebody who can guide you and help you and assist you and show you the way a little bit. So I've always taken that really seriously. And a mentor is outside of any teacher training program that you do. So you can continue to take your teacher trainings. Um, or maybe you're like, oh, OK, I really want to take another training. But first, I want to make sure that I have my sequencing and an idea of my sequencing really firmly solidified before I take that training and invest in, in a big program like a 300 hour or something. So. You can do a mentorship before doing another teacher training, absolutely. It just depends on what your individual goals are. A mentorship will, however, always be after your first teacher training that you take, because there's no point in getting a yoga mentor Unless you're teaching yoga. Um, If you want a mentor, you would just, and you're not a teacher, then you would just hire a teacher to give you private lessons or talk to you about the philosophy or guide you in meditation individually. So, uh, yoga mentors are specifically for yoga teachers. And I guess we can talk about what do you look for in a mentor? Well, the first thing is you want a mentor that inspires you. And I always like to use the litmus test of do they have something you want? And I don't mean that in a tangible like, oh, yeah, they have a nice house (laughs) or whatever. Um, I mean that more in the sense of are they showing up in a way that informs you they're embodied in the practice? Do they seem knowledgeable? Do they seem uh, like they have had some success as a yoga teacher? Again, whatever success means. But do they seem like they've, they've been doing this for a while, and they would have valuable insights to share with you? And so also when we ask ourselves, do they have what I want? Does their vibe match with your vibe? Do they have the same kind of teaching style that you would like to have? Are they talking about the same type of topics you would like to talk about? Are they running the types of programs or workshops or classes that you would like to run? If you really want to run retreats, then you're going to want to find a mentor who's running a lot of retreats. If you're really into chanting and kirtan, then you're going to want to find a mentor who's really into chanting and kirtan. If you really want help with the business side of things, then you're going to want to find a teacher who's really business-minded and business-oriented. So it's going to be very individual. But do they have something you want? Because there's no point in doing a mentorship or a teacher training, for that matter, with a teacher who maybe you don't vibe with or you don't really you're not as interested in what they're teaching. Like You want to seek out, do your homework, research, and find somebody who really is uh, an inspiration to you or is, um, seems to be the path that you would like to go down with your teaching and your career. Is this somebody who you think is going to help you find your authentic voice and flesh out what your message as a teacher is? The other thing that's so great about mentors is that they really kind of become like an accountability buddy also. When you're given homework, and you're given a deadline, and you know like every Thursday at 10 o'clock, we're going to meet and have our check-in, then it kind of keeps you on track too. And sometimes, as yoga teachers, we need that. We need somebody else checking on us. Because this job can be really lonely, and it can be a little bit isolating. Even though, of course, the job is being in community and the job is showing up to the studio and being with students, and all of that's amazing and great, but really, we, we plan our classes alone, we plan our playlists alone, we're working on our website alone, we're doing our social media alone for the most part. Um, and if we don't have somebody kind of being like, hey, let's check in, how are things going? then it becomes very easy for some of the stuff to fall by the wayside or get pushed to the bottom of our to-do list. So mentors are great for accountability. And they also are going to, to hopefully give you a deeper connection to the practice. So understanding more of what yoga is about, understanding more of how, as a teacher, you can be of service and really connect with who you want to connect with in your yoga community. They also provide you with a greater understanding of these topics so that you can go more in depth and you can really ask the questions that you have and and make sure that you're not glossing over something. Be like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember learning that in teacher training. I didn't really understand it at the time. Maybe we could talk about that. Or maybe you could explain that more to me. And it's really just an awesome forum to get your questions answered and to gain that confidence and to really consider who you are as a teacher and how you want to show up in the world. So when you're looking for your mentor, you want to consider all of these things. Do you like the social media of this teacher? Do you like their website? Do you like what they write? Do you like what they say? If you're able to go to a class with them, awesome. Check it out. Do you like how they teach? Do you like their personality? Um, If you're not able to go in person with them, then see if they have online classes. So your mentor does not have to be local to you. Your mentor can really be anywhere in the world, although it's probably helpful for them to be, I would say, at least in the country that you're working in, because then they going to have more of a network and connections to the studios and the senior teachers in that area and are going to know about possible job openings, are going to know about events coming up. When I am a mentor to people, this is always something that I find can be really helpful. Um, When you have a network that you can reach out to or that you can talk to, it can help the people that I work with um, because I also tend to get information that other people might not be getting. And that's just a nature of being in a yoga community for a long time. When you get to know a lot of the teachers, a lot of the studio owners, you hear about jobs, you hear about things that are coming up. And and that's a really important part of working with a mentor too, is not that they can give you a job. They don't have that power. But they can certainly put you in contact with maybe a studio owner who they know is looking for a job or looking for a teacher. And so that can help fast track some of that too for you. Not always, but sometimes. So say you find the person you want to do a mentorship with. What next? Well, some people will have an established mentorship program. So You'll probably find this information on their website, like if they're doing one-on-one mentoring, or I've seen a lot of teachers do actually group mentoring where it's maybe for a month or so. I personally have not participated in or experienced a mentorship in this format, I'm sure you can get a lot of great information, and it can be a really amazing experience and fun to be part of a community with other people, other teachers going through the mentorship. But again, that's more like a teacher training in my mind in terms of the fact that you might not be able to get as many of your individual questions answered. So something to consider. Also, the price point. If you're working one-on-one with a senior teacher, the price point's probably going to be a little bit higher than if you're doing an online group mentoring session. So if you want to spend less money, then do the group mentoring. If you have a little bit more money to invest and you want to prioritize fast-tracking parts of your career or your teaching skills, then I would recommend working one-on-one individually with a teacher. And if there's somebody you really like and you want to work with and you don't see that they're offering a mentorship or they haven't been vocal about it, then send them an email. Just reach out. See what they have to say. A lot of teachers do offer mentorships or they can create a mentorship for you. If they've never worked as a mentor before, then I think You guys would need to have a conversation about what it's going to look like, and the pay for that should probably be reflective of the fact that they've not offered mentorships before, and you're kind of figuring it out together, but I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that can be a really beautiful partnership as well. Again, the most important thing is, do you really respect that teacher, and do you want what they have, and do you want... To learn from them? Do you think that you can learn something that will be valuable to you from that particular teacher? Speaking from my experience, um, more so about teacher trainings than mentorships because I've been really selective with who I hire to be my mentor, Um, but more about teacher trainings because I've taken so many different teacher trainings and all different styles with so many different teachers, I've kind of learned to be selective about yoga celebrities. So what do I mean about this or by this? What I mean is so many yoga teachers are really, really, really good at marketing and they have beautiful professional photos and they have this very flashy organized marketing plan and um, sell a lot of programs, that's great. Good for them. I'm not shading on that at all. But that does not necessarily mean they're the best teacher out there. Um, Sometimes the stuff can be smoke and mirrors. So if you're really drawn to a celebrity yoga teacher, I would say, and just dig a little deeper see if you can take classes online with them see if you can talk with anybody who's done a mentorship with them before and what their experience was uh, for me this has happened where I've I've gone and taken a teacher training with a teacher who's really famous or well known and and they were lovely nothing wrong with them personally but the trainings weren't meeting my expectations for what I envisioned such a senior, such a famous yoga teacher to be presenting, and how they connect to the material, and how they guide me to connect to the material. So uh, yoga mentors don't have to be these flashy, really famous online people. They can be somebody in your local community. They can be a teacher that has been teaching for 30 years and has no Instagram. So don't limit yourself. Sit down. And write out, what are your goals as a yoga teacher? And if you can go a step further, I would do a one-year goal, a three-year goal, and a five-year goal. And what is it you want to focus on? And then from there, starting to compile a list of teachers you really, really like that you would like to learn from directly. And then maybe starting to research online, yoga mentors. How do I find a yoga mentor? Yoga mentor in my area. Um, Although if you live in a small town, of course, you're probably not going to have any results for that. But um, do your research. Start to look and see what kind of mentoring programs are available, which teachers are offering mentorships. And then if if you think you found somebody you like and you'd like to work with, but you're still not quite sure, Send them an email. Ask them. Be like, hey, I'm considering doing a mentoring program with you. I just have a few questions. I'm wondering about X, Y, Z. And a yoga teacher who is really invested in their students versus invested in their image will take the time to write you back. I again, unfortunately, have experienced this with some big name celebrity teachers who I I did end up doing teacher trainings with, and I should have known better. I know the signs. Granted, this was several years ago, but um, if you get like an automatic email back from their assistant, or you get an email from their assistant with just like generic information about the training or the mentorship, then mm, if they don't have time to connect with you individually. Then they're probably not going to be invested in you they're not going to care as deeply about you getting what you need from the partnership at that point. Perhaps it is more about the money for them than it is about you and your um, development as a teacher so that's just like maybe not true across the board, but just something to be aware of too, because you know we don't know the questions to ask until we know the questions to ask and This is also what I think a big role of a yoga mentor is. And for me, when I run my yoga mentoring programs and I work one-on-one with yoga teachers in Norway, you are getting access to a teacher's experience and you're getting access to perhaps a more global viewpoint of questions you should be asking that maybe you're not even aware. They're not even on your radar yet. And so that's one of the most important things is like you don't know until you know. And a yoga mentor can really help you kind of. Oh, did you think about it from this angle? Or, hmm, have you considered this? Or, hmm, what do you think about doing it this way? And it can be really nice to get a perspective of somebody you trust, that you respect, and that inspires you. So I think those should actually be the three criteria when looking for a mentor. Well, four criteria Do they have what you want? Do you trust them? Do you respect them, and are you inspired by them? And then you're probably going to have a really good experience, and you're probably going to learn a lot and come out with so much more of a clear mind and a game plan for how you're going to accomplish those goals. Again, if you have a goal for the first year, for the first three years, for the first five years, a mentor can help you structure and put in place a plan to get to where you want to go. So we will end our episode there on yoga mentoring. And if you are looking for a yoga mentor and you're interested in working with me, then please send me an email at hello at AtmanYogaSchool.com or check out my mentoring packages and mentoring website, JessicaWinderl.com. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye.